0: All right, so I guess we'll do one of those one, two, three, and then on three, not after three, we will clap. Okay, you ready? To split it up into two separate files because last time we did this it would get like more out of sync as time went on really so, to l- i don't know why because i don't think other people have trouble with that but whatever i guess we're doing bubblegum crisis first
1: sure what are we doing second
0: <laughs> good question <laughs> been playing some video games lately dude
1: well i uh, i finally bought the orange box so i've been playing team fortress but that's pretty much it good Good job. We talked about all that stuff. I know. Three weeks. <laughs> I was like trying to figure out what I should buy, and uh, I I seriously thought for a while. I was like, I really should just buy Assassin's Creed instead of this, so that and I'd have so something can new to talk, talk about. about it.
0: Yeah. We should. Um. I wonder if my laptop can run Team Fortress. It probably can.
1: Yeah. It's, I mean, it's pretty simple. I, I had the.
0: I don't have a mouse up here. How do you not have a mouse? Like, well, it's, it's in, everything's in storage. When are you getting stuff out of storage? I don't know, whenever the ninja consultants clean up their act.
1: Are you not living with the ninja consultants yet?
0: No, I'm with Graziella right now. I gotta wait until they clean up the room I'm moving into. Dude, you like just. Like they've got a lot of stuff in there. You
1: should just go in there and start throwing crap out.
0: <laughs> yeah. Ninja. I'm sure they take Ty Dude to that. <laughs> just walking through. Be like, ninja consultants, on the new top dog. <laughs> it's like when a gorilla joins a pack yeah. and he just. Takes a crap in the middle of the gorilla pack circle. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to walk into their apartment and just poop on their TV.
1: (laughs) This is Dave's TV. You know how I can tell? All the poop that's on it. It's got duty all (laughs) over it. Smell it. It smells like Dave. Dave
0: Patoonie. Good. Oh, that is great. All right. Well, let's get this started, I guess. This is Fast Karate for the Gentlemen, recording again for Today. That being Saturday, November seventeenth, our hearts are pure, but our bodies are not
1: especially not as we lead into Thanksgiving,
0: oh God, it's too far. You know, I thought Thanksgiving was like last week, like I thought it would have been last Thursday, why, and I was I don't know why I thought it was the third Thursday, not the fourth Thursday in the month, so I was like, yes, turkey <laughs> it's all coming, and to I me. was like. But, and then I was, I was, yeah, I was talking to my mom. I was like, well, I'll be back next week. And she's like, why? I was like, because of Thanksgiving. Don't you like me anymore, mom? <laughs> no, because but you don't no. know what
1: Thanksgiving is.
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I want to buy, I want to buy like five turkeys. <laughs> <laughs> why? You
1: can't even, you couldn't possibly like, cook that much turkey.
0: Because they're like 12 cents a pound. Well, and eat the what,
1: day after Thanksgiving, they're even cheaper.
0: Well, that's a yeah. That's what I meant. But Let's hear it for waste. me and me and Bear would like buy turkeys the day after Thanksgiving, and then just cook them and make turkey sandwiches for like a month. Yeah,
1: well, it's super cheap. I want to. I almost want to get one of those freezers, just so I can hide turkeys in them.
0: Most people hide dead bodies. Why would you need to hide the turkey? From
1: people like you and Bear.
0: Oh, those sandwiches are for me. I thought it was more like a Buffalo Bill sort of scenario.
1: Yeah, they dig up my backyard at some point, and they'll be like, well, a lot of turkeys died here, but that's not illegal.
0: It's like the killers who, like, bury their victims in the 55-gallon drums. Yeah. Except instead of burying your victims, you've filled the drums with oil, and you're just, like, doing the flash fry thing. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's actually marinated. It's like, this one tastes like
0: teriyaki. Hickory smoked. <laughs> He's my more perverted he's than we could around. have ever imagined
1: I'm hauling stuff around in a trash bag Late at night Neighbors call the cops They show up well, we Turkey can't carcasses for Delicious turkey bastings
0: I think this one's been brined <laughs>
1: I was like I, We have to make the turkey this year Because my mom's kitchen is out of commission Uh, So yeah Got to figure out how to do that real quick
0: Yo what happened to your mom's kitchen?
1: She's uh, remodeling it What? Indeed,
0: what? Old people do that. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. What is the need for remodeling the kitchen?
1: Yeah, I I kind of, like, I was uh, I was starting to clean up because we're hosting it at our house. And I was looking at the floors as I was sweeping. And I think if you actually take care of your house, you want to do nice things in it. Like, I was looking at the floor thinking, you know, these could really use a resurfacing. And I'm like, yeah. oh, no. That means I'm cleaning. I need I'd
0: i go- rather <laughs> spend that ten hours playing Halo, frankly. <laughs> yeah. For real. Than being on your knees with sandpaper. No thank you. Who sands their floors
1: by hand? Oh, who is calling me? What? Uh, apparently I have the perfect opportunity tonight to kill Rim and Scott from Geek Nights. How's that? For some reason they're going to be in Hatboro. Okay. That's in New Jersey, if you didn't is, know. I think it's that in New was- Jersey anyway.
0: That was Phil?
1: Yeah, that was Phil. He's going to a party because he met that this guy Scott at Kai Con. Well, apparently he's throwing a party, and Phil's invited, and I'm invited para Phil.
0: Where the hell is Hatboro? It's in Jersey. But, like, where?
1: I don't think it's close to New York. I think it's southern s- Jersey.
0: So, wait, is this, like, are the Geek knights going to be there? Yes. Oh, my God. Wait, Hatboro? Hatboro's in PA. I don't know where it is Dave
1: <laughs> didn't you hear me say it's in New Jersey I think it's in New Jersey I actually have no idea where Hapro is Google Maps save me yeah
0: now. it's it's like uh it's near it's near Willow Grove and like Norristown and stuff it's just north of the city
1: huh well this makes an incredibly boring podcast conversation we must move on
0: yeah yeah so you're going to kill the Geek Nights, though, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously. That's a given. That's
0: that's so messed up.
1: You don't come to Pennsylvania Geek Nights, ever. That's my house. <laughs> Welcome to my house.
0: I disconnect the cable and turn the lights out <laughs> and let her <it> know grandma's <laughs> grandchild is a baby, not a paycheck. Nice. Private school, daycare, shit, medical bills. I pay that. Anyway. That
1: is much slower than Outcast does it. You lack the, I don't even know what kind of... The
0: wisdom of these modern troubadours aside, maybe we should get started on this stuff. Okay, so today, Bubblegum Crisis, that OVA thing, episode three, blow up. Yes. Not blown up. Blow up. (laughs) Because it's a
1: command. They're telling you to blow up because it's so awesome.
0: Yeah, is it though?
1: Not really, but whatever.
0: This this is like the after-school special Bubblegum Crisis. It episode. totally
1: is. It's totally inappropriately named for that reason as well. Blow Up needs to bring the A-game. This one does yeah.
0: not. Well, it's no Born to Kill. Which was like totally a good metaphor. The only thing they blew it up was that housing development. What I like about this episode is it was clearly created in the 80s. And the reason we know this is because corporations in the 80s were evil for no reason.
1: Yeah. Well, that's the story with Genom the entire time. They've got some weird geriatric boss who's just bent on making Tupperware and killer robots.
0: Yeah. But not for any sort of, like, world domination or even profit excuse. They just sort of want to do it. Like, is there any reason to kill the kid's mom as you're demolishing their housing project yeah you you know it's like the standard sort of 80's plot line with the corporation they're trying to buy out the houses and like the residents won't stay and they're trying to scare them off the land but then at the end they kill a single mother
1: (laughs) (laughs) well it's like it, it does really seem like that the cost benefit analysis just isn't there you're already tearing down the house why do you even need to murder her
0: yeah, I know. But the the best part about this is that um, the corporate the corruption has clearly seeped down all the way to the lowest levels of the corporation. Because when like the the guy on the wrecking ball, they're like, "No, stop! The mom's in the house." I don't know if this is just like a coincidence they happen to be animated like this, but he's definitely smirking as he's like swinging the wrecking <laughs> ball down.
1: Yeah, it is kind of like. You always wonder, is that just some rogue demo man who's always, you know, wanted to kill a single mother? Or is that just, like, yeah. company policy?
0: Yeah, is this something, like, on your uh, your application? Willing to kill for the small profit margin of destroying a housing complex? Well, I mean, maybe... <laughs> So, like, a 60-40 option for that? I guess it depends on health insurance. Well,
1: you, you obviously answer yes to that question if you want to get the job.
0: I'm, I'm just saying it's tough to find another construction work that offers full dental. <laughs> Sometimes you got to be willing to kill some innocent people. I
1: feel like that that's maybe, you know, I bet a lot of people at Gennam answered yes to that question. Probably think it's like, oh, that's just, you know, the sort of the first stage of the, if they answer no to this, I'm not even going to read the rest of their survey. But if I answer yeah. yes, then they get to read about all my, you know, management experience and hard working and.
0: <laughs> but the killing—that's the important part. It's just one of those things that gives you a leg up. Yeah. Like an MCSE looks pretty good on the resume. Anybody. No can. moral qualms about yeah. slaughtering. Not
1: everybody's willing to kill somebody for network. <laughs> Poor disability. people. A single mother. Yeah, is about I know. To unplug, what's... the Ethernet cable. Connecting your T1 modem to your internal router, do you A, kill her, ask her to put it down, or B, kill her?
0: <laughs> Wait, we we kill her and ask her to put it down?
1: The rest of the options don't even matter. <laughs> and
0: then they kill you. Yeah. They small up that pool by destroying <laughs> you. We can't have no pussies in networking, even though it's I think that's totally what, made it's up entirely systems. what networking is made up of. At least according to the 1999 U.S. census. <laughs>
1: And in a shocking statistic, 75% of people employed in the IT industry are also big sissies.
0: That's not that shocking. (laughs) Yeah, but what would a corporation like this be without a purely evil and totally motiveless second-in-command like Brian Mason?
1: Brian Mason... First, he's got dominatrix robots. I mean, he does a lot of really evil stuff that they never explain in this show.
0: What, what I like is, yeah, as you say, we got the dominatrix robots, right? So they're kind of like the sexy robots. And then in this episode, we have, like, fat, washed-up mafioso loan sharks. Like, it, it looks like they're going to give you a loan at like 57% APR instead of like crushing you with their enormous robot APR? muscles.
1: Did you really say that? That's incredibly high, isn't it? Yeah,
0: that's because they're loan sharks.
1: Oh, okay. I was like, that would of be. Of course, cool.
0: loan sharks. I don't know. That sounds really like have APR. Mafia <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay. They're like mafioso robots. Oh, yeah. Maybe this is, like, the new type of robot camouflage. If you had, like, sexy chicks and muscly dudes walking around all the time, you'd be like, those are definitely robots. But if they're, like, fat guys, you'd be like, who would make a fat guy robot?
1: Well, it's also, you know, it finally makes sense that the boomers would be able to explode out of their flesh if there was actually extra flesh there. You know, like, the extra matter is being generated from somewhere, possibly all the chicken wings.
0: (laughs) So it's, like, a practical concern? Yeah, I mean...
1: Before, the robots would just get bigger inexplicably. Now, they're burning off excess calories in the form of heat ray laser guns from their mouths.
0: That's probably a better exercise than getting on the stationary bike. Yeah, I wonder
1: I how guess. many calories a laser beam would burn <laughs> if you could generate a laser beam.
0: Probably a lot. It's, it's tough to find time to exercise, but the Nightsabers make it happen by going to fight people. When their friends are killed. This is like sort of one of the most crystal examples of uh, Pris ignoring all the rules of the Nightsabers And nobody actually really caring. So they send out whatever. They kill Pris's best friend. And she knows this chick for the episode is only 23 minutes long. And she knows her for less time than the span of that episode. But that is long enough for her to claim revenge on Genom. And then she's, like, all getting dressed up and she's ready to use the new motorcycle that Maki made for her with, like, the rockets, which I don't think are street legal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Missile launcher sidecar. Probably not allowed. Yeah, who's going to
1: pull you over, Dave? The AD police? Not likely.
0: Yeah, no. You saw that guy's head get crossed at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> yeah, it's. I feel like
1: this is another one of those examples where the AD police show up just to get totally punked. I feel like they're... For some reason the the, uh, the creators of the show are trying to use the ineptitude of the A D police as a foil for the incredible awesomeness of the Nightsabers.
0: Maybe it just makes them look so much better by comparison. Yeah, like, Where If you had an average dude, you'd just be like, Oh, that's a pretty average dude. But then if you had an average dude next to like a super ugly guy, you'd be like, That average dude doesn't look so bad.
1: Yes. Why didn't she use women in that example?
0: That is a question that's going to go down. Bum, in- <laughs> bum, bum. <laughs> My bad, I guess. Oh, geez. Um, yeah, so Pris is getting suited up for the whatever, going to go kill the Ganon people, even though she doesn't really know who's responsible. <laughs> shes That's just what—that's how she rolls.
1: Well, Dave, who else is it going to be? I mean, honestly, is anyone in Japan doing anything <laughs> evil other than Ganon? <laughs>
0: Matsuhita light machinery is like, they're building the robots too, they secretly have the secret evil plan to control the world, and Gundam's just like sort of hanging out. (laughs) They're operating out of some like corner store, mom and pop, VCR repair shop. There's a manager over there (laughs) It's like,
1: gosh, if only we could get some night saber attention, then our evil enterprise would really take off.
0: But right, so she's getting dressed up, and then like all the night sabers show up in their like almost naked latex suits as well. And they're like, you can't leave? That's against the rules. The first rule being, like, nobody's allowed to do anything by themselves. And then the second rule is, like, you're not allowed to take revenge on anybody. Or you're not allowed to act out of vengeance. And the third rule is you can't do anything without the consent of everyone. Which is, like, hello, every episode, this is exactly what happens. These rules are clearly not as ironclad as you think they are.
1: You'd think Sylvia would be more pissed off because Pris constantly endangers her billion dollars worth of armor i mean i assume it's billion dollars it may also cost four dollars because apparently they never
0: get paid for using it they're able to support themselves with the proceeds from a lingerie shop and the exciting funds of two hundred thousand yen. yen oh my gosh that was a lot more money oh wait, i guess it was it was two million yen but still
1: it's still not that much money considering that they have maybe, to maybe it was 20 million risk their lives Risk their lives and use futuristic cybernetic armor.
0: It better have been twenty million, otherwise that would just be totally whack. Even twenty million totally sucks. That's like two hundred thousand bucks, but at least it's more than you know. Ninja Warrior fees. Yeah, that's fees. true. Yo, we we're watching the most recent season of Ninja Warrior, the ones where the American kids got on it. Like, the the last one they put on that we were watching at the karaoke barbecue was totally whack. But this one, so much more <laughs> whack. It's literally impossible to finish. Like, the first stage, two people got through.
1: Wait, so it's a different course even than the one we were watching?
0: Yeah, they made it even harder than the last one. Yeah, like, two people got through the first stage. And not even, like, Nagano, one of the guys that's actually beaten the course, got through. And then what's more, like, both of those guys crapped out on the second obstacle of the second stage. It's like, come on, guys. This isn't even fun to watch anymore.
1: Is this even really a show at this point? I mean, seriously? What they need to do is make it less hard, but add more time restraints. Like, sure, you know... Yeah, I like I don't know. To,
0: whatever. I feel bad for those engineers who had to put together the third stage, <laughs> <laughs> and it never got used. The second guys. stage
1: is laughing at him. It's like, <laughs> we told you no one would make it through.
0: You guys are jerks. But this is the best third stage ever. Well, I guess we won't know till the Christmas tournament, now will we? <laughs> <laughs> it's like screw you and your trout ladder, it's salmon ladder. <laughs> They should just call that thing the unfair bullshit ladder.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what they need to do is actually make it like a trout ladder, where you have to climb up trout to get to it. But they're trout who are jumping upstream, so that you would have be to very jump hard. off the
0: trout. I that think trout go downstream. downstream. <laughs> salmon go upstream. Who? Salmon go upstream.
1: I don't. Yeah. So I I, I said that wrong salmon. twice, didn't
0: I? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Excellent. that w- that would be very hard because fish are very slippery.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. And you don't have the freeze ray like in Metroid.
0: Oh my god. (laughs) Whatever. Back to Bubblegum Crisis. Which there's like precious little to explain. Because by this point it's sort of just become a formula. Somebody wrongs Pris. Or somebody wrongs someone related to Pris. And then Pris decides that she was wronged in the process. And then she goes to get revenge. I think related
1: is a strong word. You might want to say casually associated.
0: Acquainted. The depths of vengeance she's willing to aspire to, it's like friend of a friend is enough to get royally pissed off.
1: I'd hate to see what happens if someone messed up a fast food order. she probably explodes their head.
0: I said (laughs) double-double. This is a
1: single-double. Cashier gets his head smashed under the register.
0: Yeah, whatever. She's going to blow him up with the knuckle buster. But uh, really... What can you say? They've fallen into a rut. So much so that they have to have... like I love the end of this episode. After, like, you know... they The mom has been killed. And the kid's orphaned. And they've killed, like, the obvious bad guy of Brian J. Mason. But they haven't gotten rid of, like, the head honcho of Get him. So there's still more to come, right? But... Pris is, like, dropping off the kid. And I guess, like, an orphanage or something. And... As soon as she hands the kid over to the uh, to like the mom and dad, maybe it's a foster home, she like runs away like full tilt down the sidewalk, and the kid's like waving at her, and she's like waving at him, and they're like all happy. And I was like, dude, your mom died yesterday. Are you sure? Is this really gonna be that fun? They're probably going to beat you and like burn you with cigarettes.
1: Maybe foster care is different in Japan. I doubt it. Although from what I've seen in Grave of the Fireflies, it is not.
0: Well, that's even like see that's what happens when you're related to the person you get sent to live with. <laughs> Maybe in Japan
1: it's like an inverse uh emotional attachment. The less related you are to somebody, the more you want them to be a part of your family.
0: Well, it's kind of true that the less related to you are to someone, the more you have to be like polite to them. So, maybe that's the case. I don't think pol-
1: like feeding people is really polite so much it's pretty as polite. necessary.
0: I think it would be very polite if people fed me. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, that's pretty polite. Thank you for this food.
1: <laughs> don't be rude. Give me something to eat.
0: <laughs> don't be rude. Give me some food.
1: <laughs> Ooh, there you go. Now it rhymes. Yeah, see, it's it all rhymes.
0: <laughs> but... The, I guess the foster kid is better off now. His mom's dead. His entire life's destroyed. But they sure did get that get him guy.
1: Brian J. Mason, also dead. Of course, That's the one thing that of course
0: now the, the multiplex is getting put up in the place of his childhood home.
1: Man, when he ends up living there, it's going to be sad.
0: And when he ends up living behind it in a dumpster. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I had a mother before you, multiplex. Now you're my only mother. Which is just like, kind of sad.
0: it's just like silent hill the room he grew up thinking the multiplex was his mother and it made him crazy but at least he got all the popcorn he could eat (laughs) true that but yeah it's just like it's difficult to imagine the the sort of scope of evil that was going on in cartoons 20 years ago like even like the sort of the G.I. Joe, or even, like, Captain Planet level of evil, where, like, the guys in Captain Planet would pollute just because. Like, it's not like they were polluting for profit. Like, the pollution was the end goal.
1: But, Dave, if they didn't want to pollute, there would be no point to have Captain Planet.
0: Well, but they could, like, you know, they could have, like, a computer factory, and the runoff from the computer factory could be the problem. But, no, it's like, instead, they're, like, burning tires. <laughs> They have like a company, like a tire-burning company, and this is our tire-burning company. We've been in the red for 17 years. We don't know why. Maybe because we don't make a product.
1: Uh, people used to say it was too costly to vent all of the tire-burning exhaust into a river so that it would then bubble out. Yeah.
0: <laughs> They've got some sort of weird glass dome that traps the the tire fumes <laughs> and sends it underground to pollute the groundwater.
1: We're just devoted to quality quality pollution.
0: A whole subsidiary company that hires people specifically to poop near rivers. (laughs) Like, yes, my plan is, damn you, Captain Planet. All I ever wanted to do was pollute. I'm
1: just trying to destroy this earth. I I just don't understand why if Gaia had the power to imbue all these other people with powers, why she didn't just use those powers herself.
0: Gaia helps those who help themselves help her.
1: <laughs> Save herself.
0: Yeah. She she wants to prove that there's still good people left in the world, maybe. I don't yeah, know. Good
1: people. And that dick from New York who gets the fire ring.
0: <laughs> Kwame?
1: Kwame is the African.
0: Yeah. Oh, he's Earth, yeah. Wheeler is the, the... Whatever. It was all about that chick with the air ring. That saucy Russian broad. She was alright. Sort of. I don't
1: know if, it, if the animation quality really lends itself to deciding on the hotness of the characters.
0: Joe, animation quality isn't the concern. It's just character designs. I mean, who cares how it looks when they're moving? It's just, you know, standing still. That is alright.
1: It's all about I the would power of your mind.
0: Were I also a, cont- a cartoon and a planeteer? Even if I was like Moogly, Magui. i
1: planeteer. All you're doing is throwing Molotov cocktails at people who litter.
0: <laughs> is that what they do? That's that's sort of the uh revolution that Ted Turner was hoping to spark. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Greg was up when Greg was at college he like saw Ted Turner speaking about Captain Planet and he was super drunk.
1: <laughs> really? Yeah. Ted Turner was so drunk? The, I unheard of.
0: Who, who would who would think it, right? But it's true. But yeah, I don't know. This is sort of the middle point of Bubblegum Crisis. Whenever someone would ask me, and this is all hypothetical because nobody's ever asked me, but whenever they would ask me um, if they should watch Bubblegum Crisis, I would be like, just watch the first five minutes of the first two episodes. (laughs) And then you'll, you'll sort of get the gist of it, and you'll see where all the cool music is, and you know, you sort of leave it at that. And then you get to skip, like, the mom and her son... Who might secretly be Pris' lesbian lover. Or, you know, later on, the car that drives itself. And it's driving the driver to death. Which I guess is the next episode. So maybe you guys should stay tuned for that. Indeed. Until next time. Keep your karate fast. And your glasses. and something else should also be fast. Oh my gosh. Something besides the karate. But whatever. Good night, internet. Be the shortest podcast ever, Dave. The rhythm is gonna get you. The rhythm is gonna get you. The rhythm is gonna get you. Tonight! Oi oi! Oi oi! Oi oi! Oi oi!